the Chayada mentions the earliest time to daven shacharis. And this question comes up frequently, especially for people like me that travel for work. So if you're traveling, you have to leave early, you have a flight to catch, you have to drive out to your clients, you're often faced with the question of when is the earliest time you are allowed to daven shacharis. So this question is raised in the Gemara. The Gemara discusses this in Brachas Daf Lamed. Emir Tzashem the Daf Yomi will get to that in about a month. And the Gemara says, Avu the Shmuel, he would go He would go out on the road, so he would daven before leaving. And clearly, he was davening before Neitzachama. So you see clearly from the Gemara that one is allowed to daven before Neitzachama, before sunrise, as long, assumingly, as long as it's after Aloisa Shachar, which we would call halachically day, which is about 72 minutes prior to sunrise. Now, if you look at the Gemara, the Gemara sounds like this is only B'diyavid. This is only B'shas Chak, a person has no choice. However, L'chatchila, the best time to daven would be Neitzachama, would be when sun rises, as the Gemara brings a Pasuk earlier on Davtes, Yira'uchaim Shemesh, that a person should daven as the sun is rising. That's the concept we have of Vasikin, to daven a minin Vasikin. So the question is, so... The heter sounds like only b'shasat chak, a yotzel someone who's traveling, they could daven before neitzachama. What about everybody else? What about legal holidays like today, New Year's? Can a person daven at his early minion? Many early minyanim throughout uh, America are davening way before neitzachama. Your six o'clock minyanim, six thirty minyanim, are typically davening before neitzachama, especially during the winter. What about a Sunday morning? What if someone does not work? They're retired. If someone's in uh, in Carlisle, he could daven later, doesn't need to run out to work. Someone does a night shifts and then they have their morning off. So the question is, is there any uh, room for leniency for them to daven prior to Neitzahama, prior to sunrise? So the assumed makar, the assumed source, the, the source for this we typically will look at is the Mishnah in Megillah. The Mishnah Megillah and Davchav tells us that all the mitzvahs that are daytime mitzvahs, you have the entire day to perform this mitzvah. However, you should start from Neitzachama. Let's say bris milah, blowing shoifer, taking a luluv. We do not do these mitzvahs before Neitzachama. However, if a person did that before Neitzachama, as long as it was after Aleisa Shachar, we say kosher, it is kosher. So let's say a person performed a bris milah. Someone had a bris milah before sunrise. And in many cities, I know Minneapolis, during the winter, you, the, uh, you cannot schedule a bris before 7.30, 7.45 typically. So it ends up being a smaller uh, celebration as people have to go to work, people go to school. But Bidiyavet, if a person had no choice, the moil is leaving, the only time you could do a bris would be from Aloisa Shachar, your yaitza. But L'chatchila, a person should only do it after Neitzachama, after sunrise. The Stei Chemed, he was a. He wrote a fascinating uh, set of svarim called the Stechemer. It's an encyclopedia of all types of halachas, and you saw this in Shas. This is way before computers, so it's it's fascinating to see his sefer. So he brings in the in a, in a piece called an aleph. It's it's a arba minim. He says the following uh, situation in his town. The uh, the people there were, were you know wanted to drink their coffee in the morning. And we're going to see in tomorrow's shir that it's not so simple that you're allowed to drink before davening. Additionally, you know you shouldn't drink or eat anything before performing a mitzvah. So it's fascinating what they did. They would be so careful not to drink coffee before taking a little of an esrig on sukkahs. So they would shake a little of an esrig very early in the morning so that they could have their coffee, uh, you know, on time. 
And what they were doing was they were taking Lulav and Esrug before Neitzahama, before sunrise. So the Stechemet says, I uh, spoke out against it and says no, and said, no, you cannot take Lulav and Esrug prior to sunrise. That's the Mishnah in Megillah. So then later on, in Ois Lamid, where he discusses the halachas of Lulav, he says, I'm busy telling everyone uh, that they shouldn't take Lulav and Esrug before Neitzachama, and look what happened to me. He says that he was in shul, in his shul, Hashanah Rabbah. One year, they finished uh, davening, they finished Chazar Sashatz, and they're about to take Lulav and Esrug, and he realized it's not yet Neitzachama, it's not yet sunrise. Just by the way, from there you see that they did definitely daven prior to, uh, to sunrise. So he says that... I looked around, I said, Rabbi said, let's wait until sunrise before we take our lulav and esrug. And he said, everybody agreed to me, it was beautiful. Kavadatayra, when the Rav says something, everybody listens, it was beautiful. Except one guy who came over in a respectful way, a makubal, and he started showing me that in the Sifri HaKabbalah, it says that there's no problem of taking lulav and esrug prior to sunrise. So he said, we had a whole discussion, and by the time we finished our discussion, it was already uh, after Nitzachama, so Baruch Hashem, we were able to shake our little, take a little of an esrog after Neitzahama. So he then goes on to say that the Aderes, the Aderes wrote a letter to him. So he printed the coffee story in Ice Aleph by Arbaminim, and the Aderes already had seen that. He wrote him a letter and a response, and this gets printed in Ois Lamid, in Lulav, so that's much, much later on. So it was printed at a later date. So the Aderes writes the following to him. He says that in his town as well, he, he, people would also, you know, want to shake Lulav and Esrik early, and daven early, and all that, and all those things. So he said, we have no choice. There are not enough Esrogim in our, in our town. There's uh, maybe one or two Esrogim for the entire community, and we literally do not have enough time in the day to have everyone take Lulav and Esrog unless we start already before Neitzachama. So he said in his town, they're makal to already take Lulav and Esrog prior to Neitzachama. And he says, ah, you're going to tell me the Mishnah says we don't uh, perform mitzvahs prior to Neitzachachila. So first of all, it sounds like it's a Shasad Chak, but he goes on to say a different heter. And this gets into the question of what exactly is this din in the Mishnah that one should wait prior to performing the mitzvah, so you have to wait until sunrise. Why is that? If Elisa Shachar is considered day, that's considered yayim. It's day for everything else. On a fast day, it's considered day. For everything else, we consider a day. So why do we have to wait until nates, until sunrise, to perform a mitzvah, to do brismila, to say halal? Why do we have to wait until nates? So he says like this. You look in Rashi. Rashi on that Mishnah says that there seems to be a takana de Rabbanon. This is de Rabbanon, that since people are not, aren't uh, experts in time, so they might not know if it's really Alaysa Shachar or a few minutes before Alaysa Shachar. Alaysa Shachar, it's not so noticeable when exactly this is. It's about 72 minutes before sunrise. A person can make a mistake. He's going to think that maybe 5 o'clock was Alaysa and really it was earlier. And he ends up doing the mitzvah at night. If a person does a bris mila at night, according to some of the achorinim, you have to do a tafas dam bris again because that wasn't a proper zman. It says by yom hashmini, so it's it's a serious uh, mistake if someone would make that mistake. Therefore, let's wait until sunrise. When it's sunrise, everybody knows. You look outside; the sun is out. Nobody would make a mistake. So therefore, it's a takana drabanan to. To, to save ourselves from mistakes, people are going to not be able to tell the difference between Alois HaShachar at night. Let's wait until Neitzachama. When it's Neitzachama, everybody knows it's day. So when you perform the mitzvah, there will be no mistakes. That's a takana de Rabbanon. 
And that's how we paskin. If you look in all the Rishonim and Achronim, it seems like this is the Yisoid to understand that Mishnah. There was one exception, but we'll, we'll save it for, uh, for a different time. The Pashtas, the basic understanding of the Sugya, is that there's a Takana de Rabbanon. If a person would be allowed to already start Midaraisa by, by Alessa Shachar, they might make a mistake and end up doing it at night. So he goes on to say, and he says, that today, we have clocks. There's a clock on the wall. We know we have calendars. We know exactly what time sunrise was yesterday. So we could do the math in our own, uh, our own mind. And we could say, okay, sunrise is going to be about, sunrise is going to be 7 o'clock this morning. So we'll know that 5.48 or whatever time we, we figure in our calendars, we will know exactly when Alessa Shachar is. And therefore, we will not be prone to mistakes. And Lechatchila, one would be allowed to perform mitzvahs even before Neitzachama, that's the Psak of the Aderes. And there are some other Poiskin that bring down this Svara as well. The Ratsi Pesach Frank brings it down as well. And this Svara has been mentioned as a Limutzchos for, uh, for performing mitzvahs prior to Neitzachama. This would include saying Halal on Rishchodesh and Hanukkah that we just had. So it would be based on this concept that perhaps when we have clocks, there is no Indian of this Gzeira anymore. There is a, uh, there is a question on this, that if we have a gzeir de Rabbanon, it's a dover haneser b'minyan, it's something that Chazal asserted. So we know if something was asserted by, by, by Chazal, we can't go come along later on and say, well, it no longer applies. So, so the Stei says, I don't understand that, Adaris. It's a very nice limitzchos, and it's beautiful that you're making sure that everybody's doing their proper thing, and you're, you're being melamed tzchos on Klai Yisrael, but I don't understand. This is a de Rabbanon, it's a dover haneser b'minyan. So if you look at Rav, Rav Shechter, has a, has a few svarim he wrote, Rav Shechter, so he has three svarim that he wrote himself. One's called, it's Aleph Beis Gimel, Eretz HaTzvi. Then he has Be'ikvei HaTzvi and Ginas Egoi. So in his first sefer, Eretz HaTzvi, Simen Yotes, he brings down this discussion about Dover Shenes of Aminin, and he, he, he feels that the answer would be like this. When, when Chazal make a gzera, and in that gzera, in that takana, they give you the reason, the entire reason for the takana, and the example would be in this case where Really, a person should do mitzvahs right away. There's a concept of zrizin makdim in the mitzvahs. How can Chazal tell me, don't do the bris milah early in the morning, wait until after sunrise? Why? I should be doing it right away. A takana. So it must be that the takana is specifically only in a situation where a person might make a mistake. However, if you have clocks, if the reason no longer applies, so therefore Rav Shechter says that would answer the question of the Stechemed, because here the reason is clearly part and parcel of the takana drive. Otherwise, they cannot make that takana. You cannot say, don't do the mitzvah right now, wait to do the mitzvah. You can't just do that. It has to be because there's a specific reason. And if that reason no longer applies, we could assume that there will be no longer a takana. Now, the Stechemet says davening would be, I'm sorry, the Adera says davening might be different. Why? Because davening, it says, Yeruchim Shemesh, there might be a specific reason to daven a little later. So maybe we cannot say the Svara by davening. So I just want to, we could spend hours talking about this, just want to, in two minutes, go through a few reasons why the Minog and Klai Yisrael is to be Meiko, to daven, you have your 6.15 minyan and a person is traveling to Davin at the uh, earlier than Yitzchama. So first of all, the Gemara says, Shasad Chaka, Yitzchak, someone who's traveling, it's mutter. So that applies to most situations where a person's going to work, he's traveling. That's Heta number one. Heta number two, my Rabbi Rabbi Saul Reisman says that 
when it uh, when people have schedules, even if it's not a specifically for working, just your schedule, who you learn with, where you eat, what time you travel, chavrusas. So that itself is called shasachak. If a person had to every single day daven and eitzachama, so that means every day would be a different zman for shachar. So he said people cannot do that. They need to have schedules, to have structure in life, and therefore that itself should be considered shasachak. And therefore, even if a person is retired, even if a person is in kailo or doesn't necessarily have a uh, uh, a job to get to in the morning, still, you'd be, you'd be, you're allowed to be makel if that's your schedule. A third hetter we have is this concept of the clocks, the aderas, that once there are clocks, so we no longer have this din of lechatchila by Netzachama. However, there would be a concept still of Yerucha im Shemesh to lechatchila daven by, by Vasikin, but you wouldn't have that same din of that all mitzvahs have to be done by day. There's another hetter, the Prichadosh says that Shacharis, we know the Gemara tells us Shachros is connected the carbon tamid, tamid shal shachar. If you look in the Gemara Numa, the tamid shal shachar was consistently brought prior to Neitzachama. The Pasuk says, Baboiker, Baboiker, you should, it's earlier, it's reason Makdim on the mitzvah. So he says, so the Prichadish says, you should definitely, there's definitely more room by davening to daven earlier than sunrise. And finally, you have another svara of Rav Moshe Feinstein and the Priyitzchak, Rav Ravitzchak uh, Blazer, the Rav from, from Petterberg. So he says that. Really, as the Prichadr says, Tamit Shoshachar was brought earlier. So, halachically, we should be able to daven earlier than Netzachama. However, there's a concept of Yeruchim Shemesh, that a person should daven as the sun is rising. But let's say you do not have a Vesikin minion, or you're not sure exactly what time Vesikin is anyways. So who says there's a preference to daven after Vesikin as opposed to before Vesikin? So in most communities, you'll have your 6 o'clock minion and your 7.30 minion, your 6.30, 8 o'clock, whatever the, the two zmanim are right around uh, Neitzachama, but none of them are davening Vesikin. So he says, who says there's, there's a preference to daven after Vesikin than to daven before Vesikin? If anyways, you're not going to get the Yeruchim Shemesh. So based on these four or five uh, different svaras, reasons to be mekel, halacha is one is definitely allowed to be mekel when it comes to davening. You could be mekel to daven prior to Neitzachama. Again, when you're davening early, so it can't be that early. As we know, there are different halachas that we have to consider. There's halachas of the earliest time to put on talis and tefillin and kriyashma. So we spoke about these either in previous shiurim, kriyashma we'll get to in a few weeks as well. But if you're davening right around the time Mishiachir, so you'll be yoytza all the all the shitas, and you could definitely daven Shmonesrei prior to Neitzah